Uh, what's going on, Clipper Nation? It's me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Mockler. And we're your friends over at Locked On Clippers. <laughs> yeah, come through. We're your close, personal friends. <laughs> Listen to us every day. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe on iTunes. I want to say this every at the top of every pod. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We love it. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, we got a heck of a show lined up for you today. Today is Thursday, which means our weekly segment, Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> And boy, are we parched. <laughs> we're going to be talking about just some things that we'd like to see a little bit more of that we're thirsty for, if you will. Thank you. Uh, we're going to be kicking things off with some kind of general clips talk. We're going to be talking about the Kawhi minicamp. Uh, we're going to be talking about Kawhi's possible injury? Question mark, question mark, Bandage question mark. watch 2019's in full effect, dude. <laughs> and then we're going to be wrapping things up with the mixed bag <laughs> of news in, in the pre-preseason. Well, a little segment we call Shavings. We've got uh, some stuff on Angel Delgado. We're going to be talking Gallo's birthday, you know. <laughs> Happy birthday. Uh, can't wait for that tonight. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> also talking Rick Ross, now a Clippers fan. Uh, and also the NBA schedule, which I... Personally, think there's been too much freaking fanfare about when this is going to be released. <laughs> Why does everything have to be like this? A leak, like a weird slow leak. A weird slow leak, and then there's just so much fanfare about it. Like I'm supposed to get excited about a schedule coming out? Damn straight, dude. Come on, NBA. <laughs> Can't we just be normal on some things? Can't some things be drama free? It's a year-round league, baby. Anyways, we're gonna be diving into <laughs> all of that. Let's get it started. So Kawhi uh, is pretty psyched on. He wants to get. Mini camp started in Miami, which we also did last year. A Liddy camp. A Liddy camp, if you were. Oh, I wanted to get one thing out of the way. Uh, yesterday's podcast totally whiffed on the home opener situation. Yeah. We had tweeted about how we're playing the Lakers on the home opener. We're going to get a bunch more uh, nationally televised gays. Somehow brain farted that out of our brain in between the weekend and the podcast. That's our bad. Hey, we're not perfect. Sometimes we know? mess up. We apologize. Won't happen again. Your friends make mistakes, but you know what? <laughs> at the end of the day, we're still your pals. And at the end of the day, we're still going to beat the Lakers on opening night, so it's great. But let's get into this Kawhi minicamp thing. Uh, there was news that LeBron wanted to do a Lakers minicamp before. Uh, makes total sense. And then in the same video, Shams actually said that Kawhi wants to do one in Miami, too. They've met the last, uh, last season they met in Miami. The team did. We got some great pieces from there from Andrew Greif, who wrote about it. We got the PBEV quote, the team that gets drunk together, you learn a lot of things quickly. And another great quote from Lou Will, we don't have any jerks in our locker room. We say something to a teammate, they take it, and we move on. This is going to be, this is such a great move. Oh, absolutely. It's awesome to see Kawhi. I don't know if he's taking the whole initiative, but it's nice to see his name attached to it in the media as like Kawhi wants to do this. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's going to be huge for Paul George. I'm not sure about the rookies being there just because of uh, camps and whatnot. I don't know. Last year, our rookies couldn't go, um, and some international players couldn't do it. But it seems like, for sure, Paul George, Kawhi, Scooter Magruder, Mo, the new guys are going to be able to be there for it. For sure. What do you think they do with this event? Do they just hang out and eat? Because they're not playing basketball, I don't think. Does Doc come out? I don't know. I think so. I'm excited for Miami Poppy Doc. Right? But do you think they're just hanging out, just literally doing some male bonding? Yeah. I mean, maybe they watch tape. Yeah, but... but I think you're right, though. I think this is more of a... It, it's like more of a emotional or workplace kind of thing. A retreat, bonding. if you will. It's more of a retreat. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're probably going to talk... A about welcome respite from the <laughs> grind of the NBA. Yes. Uh, you know, they're going to... I'm assuming they're going to talk about... 
just chem. I don't even know if you talk about chemistry because that seems like a good way to actually tank chemistry. No, I think the opposite. I think it's like they're just kind of hanging out. But maybe basketball is further from the mind than than we are even thinking. That would be nice. Maybe it's more just like a straight up camp, like a summer camp. <laughs> they're learning how to whittle. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, dude. That'd be sick. They're going deep sea fishing. It's gonna be the chemistry thing's gonna be huge. Do we think, because last year it was noted, like, Tobias was at the camp and stuff like that, and all the players kind of talked about how they know they don't have a superstar guy. Yeah. And that kind of makes it easy to do these camps. Mm-hmm. Do we have the two superstars who make it the easiest to bond when adding superstars? You see what I'm saying? Do we oh, have the easiest superstars oh, yeah, to yeah. bond we've, with? I mean, we've talked about that before. Like, it's the reason why I don't think there could be... I can't name another duo of superstars that's like more complimentary both to each other and to a team as yeah. a whole. Uh, it's just unselfish basketball. You're damn right. Going to be an unselfish weekend. What does that mean? I, I don't know. Are they going to be fighting for every bill? They are going to be fighting for every it's gonna bill. It's going to be that thing yeah. where it's like, no, 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 you got no, no, no. They're not going to let Kawhi go to the bathroom anymore because <laughs> every time he goes to the bathroom, he's like quietly telling a server, hey, I got this. I got this bill. Don't worry about it. If anything, they're going to make bank. Or maybe he's not. Maybe Kawhi's like, we're splitting the check, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, Kawhi wants an itemized receipt with gratuity already added. Oh, yeah, and he's tipping on the pre-tax amount. Of course. Oof, that's kind of tough. No, that's a good move. I like tipping on the tax amount, too. Well, that's foolish. That's give, a waste of money. Give them that, yeah, but they get the extra money. Eh. Okay, I, I guess I'm positively cares about the working man. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's a scam. But it's, it's cool they're doing it in Miami. I guess I wish it was just kind of closer to where preseason is going to be, which is Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that should be a good time. I'm sure we're going to have some great dinner notes from that. Now kind of a more serious situation. Bum, bum, bum. A pick surfaced of Kawhi hanging out with some old Raptors execs, I believe. He was there for an event or something. He was wearing Raptors gear. Mm-hmm. I, I could care less about what gear he's wearing, as long as he's playing for the Clips. Yeah. There's a picture of him... With a bandage on his knee. Uh-oh. Seemingly just a bandage. Yeah, it just looked like, to me, it just looked like a regular kind of ace bandage. There was no brace. There's no plastic. How much are you reading into this? Not a lot. I would say same. I don't think it's that Maybe that's like just being too optimistic, but to me, an ace bandage, that's just like maybe something's a little sore. And that just seems like regular maintenance. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. With how specialized athletes are now, I think you and I were talking about it. It'd almost be weirder to see him without a bandage. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> you know? I mean. Like, you'd be like, wait, so are you cool with that knee? Like, I don't want anything happening to that knee or quad and whatnot while you're hanging out. But yeah, I think we're going to see a bunch of the stuff throughout the year, right? In Miami, of, they're probably going to be wrapped up. I'm saying just like picks that maybe might freak people out of bandages and braces, but it's just oh, yeah. regular ass maintenance. Yeah. I think it's going to be okay. Load management wise, I was thinking about this. How many games is Kawhi going to play next year? Uh, this will just pop into my head every now and then when I'm like trying to fall asleep or something like that. I think it depends on how concerned we're getting with seeding. And also, I mean, a lot of things could dictate this. If we get off to a slow start, uh, if we have rough bookends to the schedule or just like really rough stretches um you know it could be hard to maintain a high seed if he's not playing yeah um what was the final number last year like 58 games it was it was something just a, like that it was just a little bit Below under 60, 60 for yeah sure. it was a little bit under 60 which was like the knock on his mvp campaign i don't even think he qualified for it no well yeah. 
I don't think that's a real qualification. I just think oh, in the okay. eyes of the media, if you're playing well, less than 60 that. games, yeah, whatever. Uh, it's pretty damn hard to win. Yeah, an MVP. <laughs> difference between 58 and 60 is astronomical. Astronomical. But yeah, uh, so you think it's going to be lower than that, or right about the same? I would say right about the same. Maybe 60. I. With seeding, I feel like he's going to need to play more games than he did for the Raptors. Mm-hmm. With Paul George, though, and just how strong the team is as a whole, I, I think it'll still be right around that number. Yeah, Paul George. Getting, I don't really want him to play more than 60 games. That's kind of how I feel. Because we're not even necessarily, you know, say Kawhi doesn't play those 12 other games. We're not dropping all of those 22 games. other games. 22, sorry. We're not dropping those 22 games. Yeah, you know, like we're. I still would say I would still say we're on pace. I mean, I guess unless they're all, uh, unless Pacific we have a, yeah. unless they're all Pacific Division teams or something. Twenty two. So every unless he's sitting out every like every Pacific Division game. game. Uh, yeah, I I think I mean worst case scenario we would go five hundred over those stretches. Yeah, just something I've been thinking about. The bandage made me think about that actually. I wasn't really worried about the injury, just more of like oh load management immediately popped into my mind. Yeah. How many minutes do you want to see him play in the preseason? 40. Oh, I'm saying zero. I don't even want it. I, don't, I want him to be in the Clippers Hawaiian shirts they wear at the summer camp all week. Uh, no, I mean, I'd like to see I'd like to see what this team looks like together. And I, I feel like it's nice in like such a low stress environment. True. You know, he maybe just comes in and they they run out. He plays, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah, I'd be fine with that, I guess. Or strictly Hawaiian shirts all day. Yeah. Miami well, we're not getting defeated in the preseason, so <laughs> however much he has to play is how much he has to play. Dude, Miami might change this, man. That team bonding, we could, like we talked about it, we could see wild Ka- L.A. Kawhi now. That's true. Just not, just Tomcat. I mean, he's already wearing Affliction shirts. And <laughs> oh, man. I'm, everything was so great about that press conference, except for that shirt. <laughs> Why doesn't he just go back to wearing, like, full sweats? Cozy fam. He's just got to go for it. Absolutely. Maybe he's going to take bigger swings with his fashion this year now that he's in L.A. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe he's like, dude, Shea left this team. I need to fill this drip hole <laughs> that has been left by Shea leaving. He's just wearing like all Rick Owens. He's got like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> he's going like fashion goth on people. Big chains. Man, fashion goth Kawhi would be pretty sick. He's gonna dress like Billie Eilish. Yes. <laughs> oh man, let us know how many games do you think Kawhi is gonna play. Let us know what you think of the mini camp. Do you think Paul George plays more or less games? Less, but only because of the shoulder thing. Just because he's starting Just so he's late starting already. in the hole. If if it wasn't for the shoulder injury, I would say Paul George plays not much more. But Do you think he misses? What's over-under do you think he misses 10 games at the beginning of the season? I'd take the over. Really? If it's going well, for sure I'd take the over. Oh, I guess if it's going if well, If we're 7-3 yeah, sure. and three through 10 with two, I'm pretty sure our first two games, our first home opener, as we definitely know, is against the Lakers. And then we play the Warriors at their home opener. Yep. So there's pretty... Two hard games back to back without Paul George. Yes. If we can split that and then maybe go seven and three, or I guess maybe six and four, we might let him chill for a little longer. What about five and five? He's back in immediately. (laughs) As soon as that final buzzer goes off on that 10th game, we're making Paul George not take his uniform off until the next game. How many do you think he's going to play? Like total games? Yeah. Um, I would still guess right around that 60 mark. I mean, Though he's had some injuries, I've always thought of Paul George as a pretty durable player. He came back from the most gruesome leg break most of us have ever seen. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've always thought of him as a as a pretty uh, pretty secure player. And the, the shoulder stuff, I mean, it definitely inhibited him. 
But, you know, like, what was the other option? If he w- went to surgery post-All-Star break, that means he's, he's out done. for the playoffs. Yeah. He's out for the rest of the season. Um, I don't think we get him if he goes to that surgery either. Interesting. I don't think we do that because I think the Thunder are like, we already know you're for sure hurt. We already know you need the surgery or whatever. Yeah. And we kind of do got to rebuild, so let's make this happen. Where if he takes surgery uh, before the All-Star break, they're like, well, we don't even know what's going to happen with this team, really. And they maybe want to keep him again. That's an interesting point. I don't know. But Preston's I mean, also pretty shrewd. Yeah. So I can't. I don't know about that. I mean, I think we, if he sits out post-All-Star break, we maybe get away with a trade with a little less. Oh, that's a good call. I, although it's hard to say because I do think, if anything, Paul George continuing to play post-All-Star break really only hurt his stock. Yeah. He just happened to play well-ish. <laughs> yeah, hurt well, I guess. Yeah. Damn. Lots to unpack there. Coming up after this, we just got some Thirsty Thursdays. Hope you're listening to us on the Himalaya app where you can summit the mountain of pod. Welcome to Thirsty Thursdays. <sighs> Someone go, opened it go, up. Go, 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 go. Someone just chugged the frostiest beer I've ever seen in my life uh, <laughs> in the stew right now. I can't reiterate what I'm thirsty for. Just basketball. Yeah, just it's time for basketball. I hate the. I'm sloppy as hell in the offseason. I'm just, like, not sharp. I'm, like, worried about things that don't matter. Yeah, I'm, like, not as locked in. And then I just feel like we get caught up in this news cycle of what would not even really be considered news or points of interest no. in the offseason. And it's cool. Like, I mean, I like discussing the minutiae niche thing. Definitely. But when it's all you got, <laughs> it gets a little it gets a little tired. When all you're eating for dinner is crumbs, sometimes you get hungry. You it's, know? That you know what? Very true. Uh, I've always said that. <laughs> I just want some preseason games just to see how some guys look. The schedule's dropping on Monday, so we can be ex- looking forward to that where we can dissect that. I just want some basketball to start. Shout out to the WNBA. Yeah. Shout out to NBA 2K20. going to have WNBA players in it. Why did it take those so long? Well, what's funny is that NBA Live had it two years ago. Yeah. But NBA Live was such a terrible game that no one even cared. Ah, uh, fair. I actually bought it because it was a like $15 cheaper than... They really tried to sell NBA Live, man. They made it way cheaper than 2K, and they put WNBA players in it. Yeah. And it... Still garbage. Still sucks. Still not worth it. It was cool playing with the WNBA players. Yeah. I waxed my friends with the Seattle Storm. Um, they should have added uh, like a, a 2v2 chicken fight style. <laughs> that's smart. Addition to the game. So basically, it's half court. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can pick any two players, and you can pick who is the base and who's standing on their so shoulders. So it's effectively one-on-one. Yes. I mean, but like of a but duel. Of a duel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I like that. I don't know why it would be better, but (laughs) in my head, it's better. 2K developers, if you're listening, get at us. Um, Okay, think actual basketball thing I'm thirsty for. I think I'm fully on the Joe Kim Noah train now. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I really couldn't agree more. If we're going board, man, if we're going to pick somebody up, I mean, who's better out there? If so, there's a, a there seems to be some stuff that Iggy's for sure getting bought out. I saw some rumors about that. So if we got so the I guess what I heard and this is like per the Wind Horse uh, yeah. podcast is that the situation with that is going south because the Grizzlies are are not willing to buy out the full thing so they want him to take a pay cut considering that he'll yep. still be getting yeah. another contract and it makes sense I mean they have to be uh, a little bit more frugal as a fa- as like a yeah. as an organization uh, they're in the middle of a rebuild 
they haven't been able to find a trade. I don't think you know no there's anything of value out there yeah. for Iggy uh, on an expiring. So <laughs> I yeah I don't know just, what's gonna happen. Is he just gonna stay with them? You think? I that's what it's, it's really weird... that's what it's really looking like because I just don't see the incentive for Memphis if if the worry if the concern is not wanting to buy out the full contract. Yeah, uh, I do not see any incentive for them to buy him out. Unless another team just steps up and is like, you buy them out and we'll just pay the price. Yeah, which I don't know if we would do. And um, I'm not even sure if that's legal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Handshake deal. Um, so I guess if the Iggy situation played out, him and Iggy would be a good two guys for us to pick up, I think. Yes. Noah, I looked at his number. He, played, he only played 42 games last year. Had some knee issues. But that's fine given our depth, I think, barring a true catastrophe. He shot 51% from the field, somehow put up 71% from the free throw line. Despite that dude, if you terrible have, stroke. Oh, my God. It made Ralph Lawler seasick. If you haven't watched Joe Kim Noah free throw, just type it on YouTube. The first one is one of the worst misses you will ever see in your life. There's a weird sideways spin to it. But, you know, he here's the thing. throws it with both hands. I, here's the thing. Where do you stand on this? Uh, after you've been playing for a certain amount of time, I think only like trying to redesign your shot dynamics. Oh, yeah. Get the hell out. Is only gonna make it worse. Yeah. And you're joking, Noah. You don't shoot. No. You just gotta shoot the free throw, which apparently he can do at a 71% clip. Um, he sagged almost six boards a game. He had a completely neutral plus minus on 16 minutes a game. I'm not really sure what else we need from a third string center. You yeah. know what I mean from to do? Oh, absolutely. And then I looked at Dwight. And Dwight's he seems like a great locker room guy, like by all accounts. Yeah. So then I looked at Dwight's numbers, and last year he only managed nine games due to his butt injury. Was a minus six net overall. Did average 13 and nine in 25 minutes. The year before that, he played 81 games, 16 minutes a game, 16 and 13, Dang. with a net of plus one. I mean, I think that he, in, if we, uh, you know, if we can find time for him for 20 minutes, which that's like a lot of minutes. that's a lot yeah maybe lower i still think 15 minutes he could probably still average 10 boards see so i like the numbers and stuff but the injury situation and the dwight stuff make me want joke him more we got two young guys ahead of these two guys if i'm looking if i'm looking at just the stats if i'm looking at it on paper i like howard better mm-hmm. uh but just the fit issues as well as like how he's going to be able to accept a role like he's really hesitant he has been hesitant in the past uh to not like he wants the ball he wants the ball in the post it's like no dude we need to just set a screen roll the basket you're and pick a giant up human bro yeah set a screen and grab boards like if you can do those two things and like you can accept that role i think that he would be a he has a higher ceiling than joe kim noah obviously i yeah. still think his athleticism is is a step above for Noah's. sure uh but TBD, like, I just haven't seen have, it yet. We don't have any idea what we're getting locker room-wise. And with Noah, you do know. You know, yeah. a guy who's going to come in, do his job, which is exactly what the Clippers want. And I don't he want... He seems more like a Clipper. Yeah. Ex- like, just exactly. if we're talking sheer personality-wise, seems Can more you like imagine a Dwight at this mini camp in Miami? It'd be terrible. Yeah, I don't think it'd be good. Pranking people, putting... Doing, like, those bad pranks where, like, he like ruins some of your stuff and it's not really a prank. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, I put I put a ink cartridge in your shirt right before you put it in the laundry and you're like well now my shirts you, are blue it's one of those and he's pranks. like gotcha bitch and it's you're one like, of those pranks where you just hurt someone yeah exactly yeah he's pulling chairs out from underneath Kawhi as he's like trying to sit down uh also joe kim noah great dude by all accounts always matches dude from what i've heard that fool 
matches, dude. <laughs> he's in Brazil right now. He's checking his Instagram. Looks like he's living a great life. I wouldn't blame him one bit if he never came back to play basketball. <laughs> um, I'm a little surprised he hasn't been picked up. I wonder what the deal is. I wonder if he's been in talks with some teams and he's just like, he doesn't want to go to a bad team or something. Yeah, he can kind of choose who he wants. Yeah. Um, I'm thirsty. This is looking a little ahead. More volume from three next year. Okay. I harped on it a bunch last year. We ranked second in three-point percentage last year. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Incredible. Incredible. We ranked 28th in attempts. Yes. While ranking sixth for two-point attempts, mm-hmm. which kind of blew my mind. Mostly yes. low post stuff, I'm assuming. It seems like we kind of broke the shooting efficiency model last year. Yeah. If we're not top two in your 28th and three-point attempts... If you're anything lower than top five, I think people start to seriously question your why you're taking so few threes. That's a good call. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're tenth in three point percentage, but you're twenty eighth in attempts, it's like what's what's the goal here? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's bizarre. I 28th mean, twenty like, eighth is just low as hell. The compliment I will say to that is like it is kind of the ethos of passing up good shots for great shots. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and if that's not from three, and that's, you know, it's more, obviously it's a more efficient um, finish around the basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, the thing that is a little perplexing is when we did see outlier games with, a, like, wildly above normal attempts. Like when we played the Warriors in the playoffs. There was a pretty limited drop in that in the efficiency percentage. Now, I There's think... There's always going to be one because you're just taking more shots, and that's how percentages work. I think the, like... The, the question for me this year is uh, I do think there's going to be a lot more space on the floor, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot more shooters, but, uh, you know, missing Gallo, I think, could bring that percentage down. For sure. Sharpshooter Gallo. Uh, but, you know, like, Jermichael Green has been, he was, you know, remarkably consistent for he us. showed it last year. Uh, I n- understand that maybe that wasn't always the case in Memphis, but... Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think that we'll see an increase in both of these things, obviously with Paul George on the team. I think that Landry Shamit, you know, we've talked about this back and forth. Like, I while I don't think the most effective role for him in terms of, like, development as well as just skill set is, is a catch-and-shoot guy mm-hmm. uh, only, you know? Yeah. But I think – I still think he's going to see more attempts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hope so. So. That would be nice. Yeah, I just want to see – Let's just be in the top twenty in three point attempts. That doesn't seem crazy. Oh, right? okay. That's your that that's your that's literally all I want. That's your baseline. Okay. All yeah. I want is us to be above twentieth in three point attempts. Yeah. That doesn't seem that crazy, and it worked last year. So like last year it was hard because I was like I don't like this strategy, but it's working gorgeously. Yeah. It worked. I mean, it was the second best shooting in the league. So. It, it just was kind of it's something that it gets my goat, I guess, a little bit. Because well, we're so good at shooting that I'm like, 28th, sometimes you're going to get outshot. So against bad teams, like against the Bulls sometimes, uh, when we would be losing to le- lesser teams, I don't want to say bad teams, that was disrespectful, it was because they were out-voluming us. For sure. I think one thing to take into account with the attempts being so low is the amount of time the second unit plays. For second sure. unit okay, plays right. almost half a game. Yeah. Uh, and... You know, uh, I, th- I believe it was Wilson Chandler or, or Garrett Temple commenting on that second unit. When you get wide open shots, they are wide, wide open <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. of the magnetism created by the duo yes. uh, of Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell. Uh, but I do think, I mean, you know, Lou Williams' most effective 
in the mid-range. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if he's averaging plus 20 points a game, the majority of those are coming between the line and mid-range. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that factors into attempts a lot. For sure. Um, but with that duo, probably seeing less time. Uh, I think they'll see the same time, but there's just going to be less time for opportunities with how good the rest of the second unit's going to be. Not that it wasn't good last year, but in terms of scoring specifically. And I do think, to contradict myself here, we will see an increase in attempts just because the the Lou and Trez show is no longer an NBA-kept secret. You know, not that it was truly a secret last year, but I don't think... I just I think that that duo is going to see a little bit of a drop in efficiency just because defenses are going to cater to that attack. For sure. Which could hopefully open up some shots for Shannon. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that, I think in that in that regard, you know, we could be finding an open shooter versus Lou Will being able to take the shot versus, you know, maybe versus Trez being able to finish. Yeah. It'll get kicked out to an open shooter a little bit more. It's a good call. What are you thirsty for? Um Man, just it's just basketball, dude. Like that's uh, what <laughs> what's happening. What do you want me to say? What day is it? The pre preseason sucking my will to live. It sucks. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Also, we really appreciate. Thanks it. Thanks for sticking with. We us, would not guys. be doing this without you guys. Coming up, at, let us know what you're thirsty for. Let us know what you're edema of. Maybe yeah. Too oh, system. also, I'm thirsty for. Yeah. I want to. I want to see Lou Will's cocktail game, in in Miami. Oh. Uh, what, like what? What he orders? Yes. Because I want to see, I, I'm just. We know that Mike Scott orders Jack No Ice. That's one of his favorite orders. Yes, and my understanding is Lou Will is kind of a shooter. In <laughs> in many ways. In many ways. Uh, and also, just to clarify, I know Mike Scott's not on the team anymore, but I could picture Mike Scott and Lou Will crushing Jack No Ice in Miami. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That seemed like a good. Well, time. I think Miami, you got to go rum. First of all, I mean, I'm a gin and tonic man, so I'm going G and T all day. Uh, but I want to see I want to see some variation, you know. I want to see some uh, some mai tais. Oh, you're thinking like Tiki Lou Will? Yes, dude. Tiki Lou Will. Tiki Lou Will. Tiki uh, Lou Will is a powerful s- entity. I want to see him posting shots. I mean, he's probably not going to post shots on Instagram of him drinking, but he might. If he did, it's Lou Will, dude. I want shots of him in a straw brim hat, <laughs> drinking out of a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> him and Florida Stanley <laughs> hanging out. Um, let us know what you think Lou Will's going to drink in the Miami mini camp. Let us know what you think Dwight Howard would drink at the Miami mini camp. Coming after this, we just got <laughs> some. Oh, God. Coming after this, he would as a prank. We got some shavings. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm um, rummaging around in the drawer. Wow, more fantastic forward on this word. <laughs> All right, what are we pulling out? So, Angel Delgado. Oh, my God. Shout out to Angel Delgado. Number one Dominican player in the league. Well, yes. number two. He's number one in our hearts. He's, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Al Horford's number two, in case you're wondering. Signed a almost $5 million one-year deal to play with the Beijing Royal Fighters in China. I love it. This, if you didn't know, don't get it twisted, Angel Delgado, G League Rookie of the Year. Yes. Posted a couple 2020 games. Yes. The man is going to feast in China. He's going to be very dominant. And I'm just excited for him, like, as a young man, getting yep. paid a lot of money to live in a very fun place. Yeah, he's in Beijing, too. He's yeah. not, I mean, there's every single Name me a city, small city in China. I was going to say, every single city <laughs> in China is huge. But Beijing is the city I would want to be in if I was a young man with millions of dollars in a new country. I don't know. There's so many that, 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 I, that sound very desirable. That's so. fair. I'd like to go to Western China. 
<laughs> Everyone else hates you. Fair. Um, no, he's going to absolutely crush. What do you think he's going to average? China's a very physical league. Yeah. What do you think he's going to average? Um, I mean, I just don't know who's really hanging with him. I'm saying 16 and 12. 16 and 12? That seems pretty meaty. I, I would go... I think he's going to... I think he's going to score more. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm going to say like 22 and 18. So he, we're, we're close, but I he think also, that he's scoring more. I haven't looked at the Beijing Royal Fighters full roster. Mm-hmm. He could end up on a situation where he has like one of those random American players who like never really made it, but averages like 39 and something in the Chinese league. So he might have to defer a little bit. Yeah. But I could see him maybe scoring more. He might have more freedom to shoot. Yeah. I don't know why I, th- I think that, but it seems like he would. Yeah. Also, just speaking of China, shout out our number one Chinese listener, Jeff Wright. Uh, thanks so oh, much yeah. for listening What's to the up, podcast. Jeff Wright? Uh, happy birthday to Danilo Gallinari. Hey, he it's is, a spicy birthday. He's 31 years old. He's one year older than me. What would you get him for his birthday if he were here right now? If he were here right now? Um, maybe like a, a good looking pair of uh, like a like a derby shoe, like a well-made shoe. Okay. Uh, I don't even know what a derby shoe no is. No bruising. Uh, I don't know what bruising or is brosing. either. I don't know how, uh, either way. But anyways, it's like a low-cut <laughs> Italian fancy. shoe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, think that, I think that he would like it. Or I would also get him a, uh, a, a more modern sports jacket. He was wearing a double-breasted uh, the game. You're that, giving him a backhanded <laughs> gift. That game that he didn't play. You're saying, hey, sorry, in the double-breast. Thought I'd update your style. Happy birthday. Yeah, something a little bit more modern. That's fair. I'm getting him an old bottle of Chianti. Oh, that's a good call. And it's just tied up with a bow on it with a note that just says HBD. Big. I'm spending more money than I have on this <laughs> gift. <laughs> yeah. This is like... I uh, really want him to like me. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is like a guy who might be your friend. What's your favorite gala memory from last year? Um, there's a bunch of them. Man, I don't know. What what game was that where he had like 15 points in the first quarter? Yeah. Um, the quote about being in love with the basket. Oh, that's probably my favorite Anytime game. Anytime he had... The, the, Thanksgiving, uh, the yeah. Thanksgiving Memphis game. When he was playing with that black eye, Yeah, that was always... The black eye gala was great. Any meatball lineup time was good. Yeah. Someone was reminiscing about that on Twitter, which I missed it with. Um, shout out to Gallo. Thanks for getting us here. Yeah, he got, absolutely. He helped so much with this team to get here. Um NBA schedule is dropping on Monday uh-huh. at 12 p.m. So we can pontificate about what's going to happen with that. Yes. Scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for the schedule to drop? Zero. So, <laughs> I love how much you hate this. I'm so irritated at this point. This has been, I think, the weirdest. I just don't get cycle. why all the fanfare. So it's, I mean, I understand that they're, like, logistically, because you, you have to deal with, you know, 30 different stadiums that do stuff other than basketball. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a nightmare, you know? For I sure. hate spreadsheets. I would hate dealing with this. But uh, I, like... No, I don't know how to use Excel. Just <laughs> just let us know when it's done, man. Yeah, the thing that gets me is, like, the weird leaks. Is I'm like, so you're leaking star returns and opening nights and Christmas stuff. So this, like, why? Just give it to us all at once. Yeah, just I, I it's like, it's like I, I said, don't want to like, guess about the schedule. I either. just don't need all the fanfare for every aspect of the NBA. It's a twenty-four hour league, bro. Dude, or it is. League, but whatever the terrible quote is. Um, and just real quick, you know what happened in news when it became a twenty-four hour cycle? It got worse. It literally ruined the country. <laughs> um, we got to give a shout out to the 
one of the first major celebrity bandwagoners. What do you got? We got Rick Ross on the Clippers bandwagon now. Ooh. Oh. He was on a couple weeks ago. He was on Big Boy's radio show. Huge show out here in L.A. Yeah. Kind of defending the Clippers, which was cool to see. We need no defense. I mean, I'll take it from We Rick got Ross. enough on the squad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, now we're in the too proud to have fans realm. Um, he defended the Clippers a little bit. And then he was on Jameel uh, Hill's podcast. And he's rocking a very crisp white Clippers hat. Yeah. Is this the start of a celebrity bandwagon revolution? Who's I mean, next? I think that I think that the Clippers have seen waves uh, in the past, like seven eight years, yeah. of people kind of coming in. But I feel like not Rick Ross level. What do you mean Kanye would go to the like the Christmas games and stuff? See, I'm putting that as an outlier. Ross was wearing a Clippers hat at a at a podcast interview. I don't think Kanye's repping the Clippers. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Seems like we're going to see him at Staples, maybe. How much free wing stop does everybody get now? I don't, I'll still pay for it. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to have better jackets, Rick Ross or Goldstein? Ooh, I mean Goldstein, but. I think they're going to do a bunch of jacket swaps, like jersey swaps. You just frame it. They're not. Oh, you fr- I see. You frame. No, it. No, actually, gotcha. I take that back. Goldstein's for sure gonna wear Rick Ross's jacket as a bathrobe, <laughs> which would be. Uh, man, I'd like to see him maybe fire up the Wave Runners with a couple of guys <laughs> on the team. <laughs> oh, they're gonna be in Miami. <laughs> this is all making too much sense. Oh my God, the Rick Ross Kawhi <laughs> minicamp is gonna be so tight. You got anything else in the shavings drawer? Uh, no. But just screw the schedule, man. Just come out. <laughs> We're gonna talk about I'm it. Tired of this. Maybe we'll maybe maybe we'll stream about it or something at night on Monday. Yeah, we're doing an episode for sure. Yeah, we'll do it. We, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the mood strikes us. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, we're gonna have a brand new show for you guys tomorrow. We're gonna be doing a Love Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be looking at some pack div numbers. Yep. Not quite sure what about yet, but they're gonna be there. And then just kind of whatever happens between now and then in Clipperland. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Where can they find us? Uh, you can check us out on iTunes. You can subscribe. You know, maybe even if the mood strikes you, leave a rating. Shoot a review. Maybe comment. Who knows? Let us know what you'd like to see more of. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you hate. Yeah. Please let us know what you hate. I don't know. Someone called me very young on the live stream, and since I turned 30 next week, I took that as a compliment. Oh, it's great. (laughs) Uh, Also, you can check us out on the Himalaya app, where you can summit the mountain of pod. We're on Spotify. We're on all the platforms. Guys, I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I'm William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you guys so much.